0: 1201 Sports is brought to you by Essential Coaching, allies in holistic coaching and educational program development. Essential Coaching aims to produce exponential generational change by creating the deepest connected coaching community in the world. Your pain points are real, Coach, and Essential Coaching wants to help you feel more fulfilled and happier in your career. Join coaches and educators spanning three different continents for real, relevant, and necessary professional development. 1201 sports listeners can take 15% off with code 15 for 1201. That's 5 F O R 1201 on any service or a premium community membership. To learn more, visit www.essentialcoaching.net. That's www.e s s e n t i a l-c o a c h i n g.net. Essential Coaching, empowering coaches. Welcome everybody to the Twelve One Sports Network. Pigskin Pick'em, uh, presented by Essential Coaching, Empowering Coaches. I am your host Jacob Anjovine, and with me today in the studio is Tyler T. Kane. Cloud going to bring you some pick'em action for College Football Week Seven. seven. Week Seven,
1: Or Week Seven, our weeks. Yeah, it's right. technically Week Eight, technically Week Eight, but it's our
0: Week Seven. So, so technically Week Eight.
1: But, but SEC week seven.
0: Technically, it's Big Ten week one. It is Big Ten week one. Welcome back, Big Ten. Big Ten action. Finally, uh, we're gonna get the MAC back soon. Gonna get some action on Thursday nights. We're gonna get the Pac twelve, Pac ten. It is so the you, Pac-12. you didn't
1: mess me. You didn't yeah, mess now I've got you messed up. up.
0: Yeah, it's Big Ten and Pac twelve. Pac twelve coming back here soon. I I don't know why I keep calling. Although on nobody's missed it. Although know, nobody's know, missed pack. they're though. playing like a two-game season, and one of them's going to get in the playoffs somehow. You watch, no, nope. you watch. That's exactly what's going to happen.
1: No, it's going to be a three-team round robin between Oklahoma State and no, Oklahoma, State, Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama. That just just do a three-team
0: round robin. And, and I'm perfectly, I'm perfectly today. fine with that. I'm content with that. So LSU didn't play this weekend. Some COVID concerns. Thank I think God. it's, I think it's pretty funny that Dan Mullen was like, "Hey, let's open this bitch back up." Florida said we're good to go. I want 90,000 people in Florida, or in Florida Stadium. And then the game gets postponed. Dan Mullen ends up testing positive for COVID. A lot of his players end up testing positive for COVID. Nick Saban ends up testing positive for COVID, but it ends up being false positive. So lots of positive tests in the SEC this week. But I think it's hilarious about Florida. He said, let's open this bitch back up, and then immediately, nope, we're not doing that.
1: I mean – I mean, I, I don't fault him. him for what? Yeah, hell no. I don't, I don't I blame him at all.
0: I mean, fans are a big part of college football. I mean, we need we need to be back in these stadiums. We need to be cheering on our teams. We need to be drunk by like 10 a.m. so we can roll into the stadium, lose all of our buzz, and then get either happy drunk or sad drunk by about 4 p.m. Well,
1: most of what Dan Mullen said was because AM had a, a set cap on what they were going to allow the uh, fans, what they're going to allow into Kyle Field. And they went above and beyond that, obviously. Um, so most of most of those most of that comment was directed towards that. I mean, I get it. I mean, I'm ready to see fans. It just it doesn't feel right. I mean, yeah, you got the you get the bands in there, you get to hear the the popping of the pads, but it, it just it it doesn't look right. It doesn't
0: sound right.
1: Yeah, fans, fans. add a
0: fans add a whole new dimension to college football. I mean. You add in, what, a 100,000 people in Tiger Stadium saying, suck that Tiger dick, bitch? That yeah. adds a whole yeah, I mean, new element to playing some football.
1: Yeah, and, and look, LSU has their problems, but I – They have a lot of problems. I think they have a lot of problems. But and now Miles if, if Brennan's Tiger, out for
0: the next three weeks,
1: so that's an even bigger problem. Yeah, uh, but I think if fans were in the stadium – look, if you if you put fans and Derek Stingley together for week one – we probably still lose Mississippi State, but it's a field goal.
0: Eh, I don't know about that one. The defense one one player does I think, I think one that one, I think, one, I think a one field player goal. does take away maybe one or two touchdowns. But I th- I still think that it's I don't know I don't know Derek just Look, Derrick, I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying they win, but I'm, I'm saying it's closer. I don't know about that one. I,
1: I I wouldn't go that far. I think I think it would have been closer. I don't I still don't say LSU wins, but you know, LSU's it's it's a good thing this year doesn't really count that everybody gets to come back. Oh, hell no, 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 no. It definitely so. counts.
0: It definitely counts. I'm counting all of LSU's bullshit just as much as I'm counting all of Arkansas's wins, baby. I, I'm loving it this year. I'm loving college football right now. And I honestly think, and we'll talk about this here in a second, but if Arkansas doesn't get screwed over by Auburn, Gus Malzahn's looking for a job this week. Possible. Not possible. So, what's going to happen? Just like Bobby Boucher's girlfriend. That's what's going to be. That's what's going to happen. Look, I mean, Gus Malzahn, if
1: Gus Malzahn has not been fired yet, he's not going to get fired this season. He may get fired in the
0: offseason, but he ain't going to get fired this season. No, Gus Malzahn. I think he's old and washed. I think he. I think his death sentence, his nail in the coffin, was hiring Chad Morris, knowing how bad he was at Arkansas, to even bring that in and be like, you know what, this could be good for our program. No, excuse me. Gus Malzahn is just an. He, he's an average coach. I mean,
1: he he coaches up to eight and he can coach up to eight and four. He can take a team that should be five and or that should be set what seven and six or six and six and go to eight and four. He can take a team that should go 12-0 and be 8-4. I mean, 8-4 is – Gus Malzahn is
0: the epitome of an 8-4 season. Yeah, I'll give you that one, I guess. Let's get into some Heisman talk. Uh, Obviously, we are halfway done with the SEC season. We're getting very close to the end of college football season in general, which is very sad to say. Even though we are getting some teams back, it feels like it's kind of starting over, but still. College football, it's almost over. I don't want to see it go. Or not almost over, halfway over. There's been some guys that are definitely showing out. I think there's a clear cut for Heisman uh, race right now. Uh, Tyler, I I think we still have to include Justin Fields. I think we were going to do a top three, but with just how good Justin Fields is, I think it's fair to say that he's fourth right now in the Heisman race just because of what he's done and what he's going to do.
1: Yeah, whenever we were talking about it, it, it felt dirty to leave him out because he is so good. I just – I don't think he's going to have the sample size there to really, you know, legitimately put him there. But, I mean, there's there's no denying his talent, his ability, and the numbers that he's going to put up. I just – I don't think that he's going to have the the amount of games to really put up the sets that you would really want to see. But, I mean, like, like I said, I think it, it felt kind of dirty to not include him in this.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Justin Fields, he's going to be making a lot of money next year. He's going to be, a, a, he's going to be at least a top-ten draft pick. Go ahead and mark him down as a top-ten draft pick next year in the NFL draft. Somebody's going to get very lucky to get a guy like Justin Fields. But you say it's going to be dirty to leave him out. I feel it would be also very dirty to not include Zach Wilson, the quarterback for BYU this year. He's got to be everybody's dark horse to win the Heisman. This kid has been playing lights, out and he's got very comparable stats to the top two guys that I think are the leading dogs for everybody in the Heisman race right now. But Zach Wilson has been showing out for the BYU Cougars. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go opposite of what you're
1: doing. I'm gonna go T Law right here. And 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 before you before you just bash me third just, just third just, just, just let me explain. Let me explain. He's not going to get the snaps. He's going to play half a game, pretty much every game. And I think that's going to be his detriment. I think, I think him only playing half, half of every game, I think that's going, what's going to keep him from being the Heisman. Tyler, he threw but five the, touchdown passes in the first half
0: last, this last week. Against Georgia Tech. I don't give a damn. It's Georgia Tech. You talk about him only playing fi- uh, half a football. He threw five touchdown passes and a half a football. Just imagine what he would have done in a full Again, game against, against Georgia Tech. Against, I don't give yeah, a
1: shit. Against one against one of the worst teams in that league.
0: I don't give a shit. I'm
1: not. I'm. He, he's he's third for me because he's 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 not going to have. He's going to play half a game, half to three quarters of a game. He's not going to play a full game all year, and that that's what's going to keep him
0: from being number one in the Heisman for me. That's that's absolutely ludicrous. Uh, Zach Wilson. I, he I, I'd maybe put him over Mac Jones who is my number two and I'll talk about it here in a second. but Zach Wilson this year, he's been playing lights out. Uh, just last year he threw for 2,000 yards or a little over uh, for 2300 yards. He's already at 1600 this year. He's already rushed for 100 more this year. He's got six touchdowns on the ground to match his 12 through the air and just like Trevor Lawrence, he's only thrown one interception this year. That's absolutely crazy. He's thrown for more yards than Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this is absolutely insane. Zach Wilson is going off. You watch him, and he's absolutely electric. So I would not be surprised if he's a dark horse because it's 2020 with everything else that's been going on. I mean, shit, Arkansas is a good football team. LSU sucks. We could have – the Big Ten is coming in halfway through the year, and they're somehow still going to get a playoff team in there. It would not surprise me if a BYU quarterback – won the Heisman in 2020 a guy that came out of absolutely nowhere. that would be peak 2020. Well I mean if a look
1: just to kind of spoil it Zach Wilson's my number two guy. the world is healing itself if a BYU quarterback is winning the Heisman. this is true You had Ditmer that won it I mean he was he's one of the greatest quarterbacks in college football history. BYU was a football was a quarterback factory there. In the eighties and nineties, and, and it it really feels like the world is is healing itself with a BYU quarterback being in contention for the Heisman.
0: Gotta love the Storm and Mormons. Uh, Mac Jones, as I just previously said, is my number two. I really like. I, I've always been a Mac Jones lover. You can go back and listen to previous episodes that we've talked college football. I absolutely love Mac Jones. I mean, shit, Mac Jones was a four star coming out of high school. He's sitting behind Tua Tonga Viola. I mean, he of course, he's not going to play over Tua, but he steps right in. And to me, he doesn't really miss a beat. I mean, if you look at his stats from last year against uh, teams is whenever Tua went out, you have, if you look at his stats coming in, you know, he does play Arkansas. He's got 235, against, 235 yards against Arkansas. Uh, he's got 335 against Auburn. Of course, that wasn't a loss, but only, you know, field goal there. Uh, he does put up a bunch of yards against Michigan. So he showed flashes of what he could be. But then you get into his 2020 season so far, he's thrown for 1,500 yards, 12 touchdowns, two interceptions, and he's got a QBR of 96.6. That's first in the nation. Mac Jones has the best QBR in the nation. Mac Jones is playing absolutely lights out. I feel like Najee Harris could also be in the conversation here as the Alabama player to be nominated for the Heisman. But in a time where everybody loves the quarterback, everybody wants to be the quarterback – I feel like Mac Jones here, being the quarterback of the Alabama Crimson Tide, he is going to be in the conversation before Najee Harris for the Heisman. Yeah, Mac Jones right now is my favorite for
1: all the reasons that you just said. And honestly, I thought he was just keeping the, the seat warm for Bryce Wilson. Look, I thought I thought that uh, Matt Jones had talent. I thought he was good. I didn't think he was this good. Sooner the or later, guy, I mean, he's listen. blown me away. He's blown me away with how good he is. I don't. I don't know how Nick Saban keeps getting all these quarterbacks. Which I mean, he does it with every position except for kicker. He stockpiles so much talent at every position
0: except for kicker. He's already playing better than he did last year. Uh, he's got. Uh, he's got more yards in his thrown last year. He's got a better completion percentage. Uh, he's got a higher average completion uh, 13 po- uh, 13.2 compared to ten point seven. He's got two less touchdown passes. One less interception. I mean. The guy's a freak. I absolutely love Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a hell of a player. And I've been telling you people from the beginning that Mac Jones is actually good at football.
1: We didn't say he wasn't good. We just said that Bryce Wilson was a
0: god. Yeah, and y'all are absolutely wrong. The guy gets one scholarship offer from Alabama, and he goes from a three-star to a five-star overnight because he gets an offer from Alabama. Don't Don't get lost in all the stars, guys. That's all I'm saying. But I think number one here, is, of course, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one overall draft pick. Trevor Lawrence is a hell of a quarterback. He's thrown for 1,500 yards so far this year, 15 touchdowns, one interception, and he's doing all of this just by playing a half of football. Imagine what this guy could do playing a full game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is an absolute monster.
1: I mean, if, if the Heisman voters look at it like you are, with, he's, only, he's only doing it in a half then, yeah, it's going to be a run away. I just – I haven't seen them think like that. So that that's – that is my reason for having him at three, as I haven't seen them reward a player for only playing, putting up monster stats and a half to three-quarters of a
0: football game. And that is – that is the only reason he's at three for me. Uh, let's talk about our picks from last week. I don't think we gained any ground on out of 35. We didn't lose any ground. We stayed right with them. Uh, but Tyler, go ahead. Stop the bleeding. We, yeah, we Stop stopped the bleeding, bleeding for a little bit. Go ahead and recap our picks from last week. Well, last week we
1: had the BYU absolutely demolishing Houston, which is what we said. Um, Oklahoma State and Baylor didn't play. We got A&M covering against Missouri, or Mississippi State, right? And we got the Bama I didn't see it being a beatdown, but we got the Bama covering over Georgia. I thought they would get it in the last seconds, but they got it early in the fourth court. And then we got the Auburn, South Carolina game wrong, and we got the Kentucky Tennessee game wrong.
0: Yeah. And but I I, I'm gonna go ahead and call you out. out I, I told you. I told you. You can go back and listen to last week's episode. I said go ahead and chalk up me not listening to myself about the tennessee pick tyler's big f up of the week we could have had that one i didn't listen to myself i hate it i'm not doing that again we're gonna trust my gut and my gut only because my gut's bigger tyler Uh, that was big that was big we could have had that one i cannot believe you let me kentucky kentucky not believe you garbage garbage. Uh, but so is tennessee i hate tennessee hot garbage Tennessee hadn't shown any flashes. Tennessee has been good. No, they haven't. Shut your
1: mouth. Tennessee Tennessee was taking care of, Tennessee took care of business, Kentucky did not. That that was what I was going off of. K- Kentucky did not take care of business at all except for Mississippi state. That was the only time it took good business. Tennessee took good business all year long. I didn't ha- I didn't trust Kentucky. I still don't trust Kentucky. I just trust Tennessee less now. Well, let's get into our picks for this week. Uh, What game do we have up first? We have number 17, Iowa State, going to Stillwater. Oklahoma State is the number
0: six team in the nation, and they are a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. See, I really want to go Iowa State here. Iowa State has been rolling. They are coming off a big win two weeks ago against Oklahoma. Oklahoma, which is a team that me and Tyler both loved, now we both hate because they do nothing but screw us. Oklahoma State here oh, I don't
1: love Oklahoma. I don't love Oklahoma. I hate Oklahoma. I do not like them don't 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 include me on in the loving them
0: uh no we both loved them. We both showed a lot of love towards Oklahoma but I really love Oklahoma State. I love what they have going on offense. I still think this team would be a lot it's, better it's if Sanders mullet. if Sanders was back in but the mullet the guy I love him I I, I want to originally I'm 40. I originally said Iowa State here. But after much consideration, I'm gonna go with Oklahoma State with the cover. I feel like that offense yeah, is I'm super right high powered, and I feel like three and a half points, they can get a touchdown late.
1: Look, I love Brock Purdy. I mean, he is, he's is one of my favorite quarterbacks. That's gonna be in this draft class. They've gotten they've gotten everything. They've righted this ship. They got it they got it going the right direction. I just think Oklahoma's is, is Oklahoma State's the most complete team in the Big Twelve. They've they've got they've got a semblance of a defense. We actually got a pretty good defense. They've got a, an offense that's when it's clicking is phenomenal. And because of that, and Chuba Hubbard, I think Oklahoma State covers, and they cover late. Like really late. So I, I'm with you. Oklahoma State covers. What does I 35 have to say? I 35 says Iowa State's gonna pull the upset. I am like you. Yeah, I went back and forth on this one. I just I think Oklahoma State has too much for, for Iowa State. So I think I, I think I 35's wrong. I mean I know they they know Big 12 football better than we do, but they're wrong.
0: What's the next game we have?
1: Our first Big Ten matchup of the year. Welcome back, Big Ten. And this is going to be your traditional noon Big Twelve Ball game where that's the best. You fall asleep after the first quarter and you wake up with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter and it's seventeen twelve. It's Iowa versus Purdue. Purdue is a three and a half point
0: favorite. I like Purdue here. I've always I've always hated Iowa. I, I, I missed. The, I, I really hate the fact that they're not going to have fans in the stands for Iowa football games, being able to wave to the sick kids in the hospital, which really sucks. It brings a tear to my eye. I think that's one of the best traditions in college football. But I'm going to go with Purdue here. First Big Ten matchup of the year, and you pick the shittiest one on the slate. So, yeah, let's go with Purdue.
1: It's going to be an ugly football game. It's going to be an ugly football game. But it's going to be one of the. It's, I think it's going to be one of the better football games because it's going to be a. It's going to come down to the end, but I think the, the the Boilermakers having Rondell Moore back is going to be the difference. He opted back in, and it, he's going to go off. Rondell Moore is going to show everybody. What he's probably number two. And it, it, it's it's going to be a footy for for Rondell Moore. I thirty five says Purdue covers also. I was good, most years, but I think they've had so much. Turmoil in the offseason that it, it's 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 going to possibly get away from them. Next game, number eighteen Michigan, who is a three and a half point favorite, travels to Minnesota, who is number twenty one in the nation. And I'm I'm going to tell you all you need to know. Skew my row the boat. That's all you need to know. Damn Minnesota right. covers. Damn right, Minnesota covers or Minnesota wins. They upset and they win it going away.
0: Yeah, I <clears throat> I'm never gonna pick Michigan, ever. I hate Michigan. Michigan is awful. Row the damn boat. Minnesota wins outright. Thirty-five's with us. You know, PJ
1: Fleck, I mean PJ Fleck's an amazing P. coach. I I love I love PJ Fleck. I mean he's he's one of the best coaches in the in the league or in the in the nation. I just I love PJ. I love PJ Fleck. Next game. Next game. The group of five if the group of five is going to get a team in the playoff, it's going to be one of these two teams. Number nine Cincinnati goes to Dallas to take on number sixteen Southern Methodist University, who is a two and a half point favorite. This this is going this this is going to be a great ball game. It's going to be the G five game of the year, I do believe. And we've had some pretty dang good G five games already, but this one is going to take the cake. Um, I've gone back and forth on this game, man. Uh,
0: what do you, yeah, do I you have, have as well. I really like SMU's offense. I, I mean, I love SMU's offense, always have since the beginning of the season. But Cincinnati has been playing at a very high level, and I think this one has sneaky shootout potential. So, oh, I mean, gonna... there's nothing sneaky about it. No, it's definitely sneaky. That's that's the whole point of why I said sneaky. Uh, so Cincinnati, give me Cincinnati. In the upset. Give me yeah, Cincinnati I, in the upset. I, I like Cincinnati I, I, here. And Cincinnati's Cincinnati. been playing at a high level.
1: It, I, I linked Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's number nine for a reason. And you say sneaky shootout. This is – there's nothing sneaky about this. This is going to be a 55 to 51 type ball game, I think. I mean, it's, it's going to get up there. What does I-35 have to say? I-35 says
0: SMU is going to win this ball game. I don't see that happening at all. SMU's, or SMU has is good, but Cincinnati is very good when it comes to G5 teams. Up next, we have 23, NC State,
1: traveling to number 14, UNC. Games in Chapel Hill. UNC is a 16-point favorite. I think UNC wins, but they don't cover. I, 16 points is a lot, and I think UNC is going to be very pissed off. But I just I, – over two touchdowns is a lot. That's a lot. I think they, I, I think they could win by fourteen. I don't think they can win by more than fourteen.
0: Yeah, NC State traveling to UNC, big time matchup in North Carolina. Battle for North Carolina. UNC coming off a very disappointing loss to a terrible, terrible, terrible Florida State team. NC, NC State has shown all year that they can score at will. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're a good team, but they can score. They do have a pretty high-powered offense, and I don't think UNC has the Jimmys and Joes that can compete with that defensively. I do think UNC has a better offense, which is why I think they're going to win, but NC State is going to keep it close. NC State is going to cover, but UNC is going to win the football game. What does I-35 have to say?
1: I-35 says UNC win, but not cover. I agree with them on this one. It's going to be a good ball game, but I think UNC pulls it out late and kind of kind of ices it late. Next game, Auburn. It, it, this is going to be an ugly ball game. Auburn's a three-point favorite over Ole Miss. Ole oh, Piss. Let's go, just go with that. Ole oh, Piss. This game's going to be ugly. It's going to be a shootout. But I think, I think Ole Miss embarrasses Auburn towards the end.
0: Yeah, I agree. Auburn is terrible. I, I haven't liked Auburn all year. They're not even ranked anymore. Bo, Bo Nix equals not good. Yeah, Bo Nix is not good. Chad Morris is not a good offensive coordinator. Chad Morris is not a good coach. I think Gus Malzahn is washed. And as I've already said, if Gus Malzahn and the Auburn Tigers lose to Arkansas two weeks ago, if they don't get away with that little bullshit that they got at the end, Gus Malzahn's looking for a job. I definitely like Lane, all, Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kevin gave a lot of respect to Sam Pittman after losing this week. So, give me old piss in the upset. Did Bo Nix get Did Bo Nix get worse? It looks like it. I think he did. I-35
1: is dead wrong on this. They're saying that Auburn covers? No. They haven't watched the same Auburn that we've watched, evidently. Auburn's going to get embarrassed, I think. I think they could lose by two touchdowns. I agree. Yeah, Auburn is going to get
0: dismantled. I don't
1: like Auburn at all. I don't either. I don't like Ole Miss, but as Miss has, a, has a, a competent offense.
0: All right. Well, that's our show. Uh, that's all the games that we have. Uh, be sure to check out our sponsor, Essential Coaching, at www.essential-coaching.net. And if you are going to sign up for any of their services, uh, any of their products that they offer, whether it be swag or go check them out, and be sure to use our code, 15 for 1201 to save 15% on your purchase. That's 15FOR1201 at checkout. Be sure to check out the rest of our shows on our network as we have content five days a week. Again, this is your Pigskin Pick'em Show. I'm your host, Jacob Angevine, and my awesome co host, Tyler K Cloud. Give us a follow on Twitter or Instagram at 1201 Sports. Leave a review wherever you listen to us. And always remember at 1201 Sports wrong, Rob is right. Peace.